When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Two thousand twenty-two is the nothing personal word of the day. Welcome to the last show of two thousand twenty-two. Today is Friday, December thirtieth, two thousand twenty-two. Gonna wake up Sunday morning, twenty-three already. All right, this show we're gonna go through a few lists. We're gonna talk about sports stories. We're gonna talk about movies, TV shows, stories that we heard, stories that we talked about. I just want to start, Coca. Let's go. Ready? What a year. So much has happened, but I'm breaking it down. What are the top five sports stories that happened this year? It's always it's always tough for me at the end of the year. A lot of things happen where you get all the lists. You get the best of lists, best movies of the year, best shows of the year, people we lost during the year. And we tend to have recency bias, right? We tend to always think about what happened most recently. That means that what happened most recently takes on a disproportionate weight from things that happened prior, even though the prior things may be more important. I'm trying not to have that, but we all have it. I was thinking about this past year and all the things that we accomplished on Nothing Personal. Before I start the show, uh, please, Matthew Coca is with us every day. He is the sole producer. We are a two-person operation. That's it. It's Coca and Samson. There is no one else. Yes, he's real. Yes, you've seen him on episode 500. We just recorded last Monday that you heard episode 724. And uh, without you, Coca, there is no show. So thank you again. I've thanked you plenty of times, but there it will not be enough thanks that I can give. But my special huge thanks goes to the audience, goes to you. We've built this show from nothing and podcasts are, there's millions of them. And you have found a way to make nothing personal different by staying with us and being with us every single day. Don't forget, we are back on Wednesday, January 4th, and we are going live on the Nothing Personal with David Sampson YouTube channel. Get there, subscribe, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, but starting Wednesday the 4th, 8 a.m. sharp, and you know me, we will be on time. We will bring you 45 minutes of in-depth analysis, sports, business, culture, entertainment, politics. You may not hear it other places, you're gonna hear it from me. I've been in the room where it happens, I know what goes on, and you better be damn well sure that if I know what's going on, that means you're gonna know what's going on. All right, top five sports stories of the year. 
dun, 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 dun. Number five. Do you remember that Serena Williams retired and Roger Federer retired, the two goats of tennis, and Coach K, the goat of college coaching, the coach at Duke? It's so strange. We celebrate retirement and then they come back. I think Federer's gone for good. Serena's already backpedaling. Coach K's definitely gone. A nod to the goats of tennis, Serena and Roger. We will miss them, their professionalism, watching them on the court. It feels like tennis is associated with them, but guess what? The sun comes up tomorrow. Who knows what the tide could bring because it will bring new players, good players, new GOAT discussion. But for now, we say goodbye to Serena, Federer, and Coach K, all of whom retired. The number four story is something we talked about, I would say, in over a dozen shows this year, the Live Golf Tour. Wow, do you remember when Greg Norman started that and they were offering Tiger Woods a billion dollars and then Phil Mickelson covered all his gambling debts by taking a couple hundred mil, even though he stinks now? All these players, the lawsuits, the fighting, we're going to keep watching that story because it's not over. Live, live, I keep thinking live like the nightclub. No, live and uh, PGA do not get along well. They're going to have to start getting along well because fans don't want to hear it. The Masters, which is going to be played in 23, they invited the live players. They did not stick to their philosophy, which some tournaments have done, which is the PGA, right? You can't do this if you're doing that. Live Tour was the number four biggest story. Number three, baseball. Three major things happened in baseball this past season, this past year in 2022. One, Albert Pujols hit his 700th home run. Hear me now and listen to me later. You will not see another player hit 700 home runs. Not in my lifetime. Two, Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000th hit. Maggie, I'll see you in Cooperstown. Will there be another player to get 3,000 hits? Wait to see. Don't hold your breath. You'll turn blue. Number three, Aaron Judge finally breaks Maris's record. The Yankees have a new home run king. The ball may be juiced. The ball may not be juiced. The Yankees ball may be juiced. It may not be. A lot of stories about the ball, by the way. But Aaron Judge hitting his 62nd, that was one of the top five sports stories for sure. Number two. Happened recently. It's big. Brittany Griner, her arrest, her release, what went on in between the trade for Victor Boot, the Lord of War, played by Nicolas Cage, all the debate that surrounded it. Let's make sure that we keep that front of mind. All of the prisoners who are wrongfully detained in Russia, in China, everywhere around the world. Brittany Griner is just the most famous. Plenty of people with families who are still stuck for no reason. Joe Biden was forced into a trade, made the trade. It became the number two story of the year. And the number one story of 2022, dun, 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 the Qatar World Cup. Of course, Lionel Messi winning his first World Cup. That's it. Everything that happened since 2009, all the people who died building those stadiums, the indentured servants in Qatar, all the human rights abuses, all the sports washing that went on, all of it that's happening with Saudi Arabia, all of it that's happening, all the Arab countries are now saying, hey, no problem. Even not the Arab countries, doesn't matter. The countries who are trying to sports wash, now they see that Qatar did it. They're lining up. I want to host the Olympics. I want to host the World Cup. 
I want to host National Football League games. I want to sign Ronaldo. Everyone said they were upset about what happened in Qatar, all the circumstances surrounding it, me included. Everyone said they're not going to pay attention to the World Cup. We'll show them. We'll show Fox. Didn't miss a game. What a World Cup. Was talking to Coca before the show just now about all the players from the World Cup who were back playing in the Premier League and all the places they went home. It's like uh, the World Baseball Classic, which is coming up in 2023 in just a couple months, actually, uh, in February. All of the, uh, or is it March? Excuse me, in March, I think, Coca. All the players, they play for their countries and then they're back playing for their teams. Is it a letdown? No, I don't think so. But wow, number one story, the Qatar World Cup. What changes are we going to make? We'll continue to talk about things. Things require action. Believe me, FIFA's taking no action. So as we head into 2023, there's five stories that I am looking at that is going to get plenty of our attention in 2023. I want to tell them to you. Number one is the continued movement of sports franchises. And I don't mean relocation. Movement as in selling. Right now, you've got the commanders for sale. I am watching that this year. It will be a huge story. Who's buying the commanders? Will Dan and Tanya exit stage left? Will they keep a percentage of the team? Will a new stadium get built in Virginia? Will it be Maryland? Will it be D.C.? What's going to happen with the commanders? Because they have been in the news. They've been part of nothing personal. Danny Boy owns 3% of this show because he provides all the content. Just kidding, Danny Boy. You don't own anything. Will he get $7 billion for the commanders? What is going to happen with values of franchises? That is a story I'm watching. There's another franchise for sale, Man U. The Glazers may say it's not for sale, but it is. What will they get? Will they get $5 billion? They're going to put Chelsea and Todd Bowley to shame. Who's going to take over? How many times are they going to fly to Manchester to meet with their supporters? I'm watching that. What about Artie Moreno, the bane of Rob Manfred's existence? the owner of the Angels, who has not been able to win with the two best players on the planet, Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. What about you? Who are you selling to? How many billions are you going to get? How irrelevant are you going to become and how quickly when you don't own a team anymore? You're worth $1 billion, then $3 billion, $3 billion, then $5 billion, $5 billion, then $9 billion? No more news cycles for you, Artie. Who's buying it? That's the story I'm watching. And of course, I like watching about balls, talking about balls, baseballs. Were they juiced in 2019? Were there multiple balls used? Did the commissioner lie to the union and the players? Are pitchers right that they feel different? Are hitters right that they hit home runs that die in the warning track? What's going on in the Peter Seidler-owned plant where they're making balls? Are they wound tightly? Are they wound loosely? How many scientists are going to come out and say, we studied the balls and they're still good? How many of you are going to finally complain because you're gambling on baseball finally, which is great for baseball, and you don't know whether or not there's going to be a million guys hitting home runs who never hit them again and get signed to long-term deals and great contracts, even though they stink and never approach those numbers again like they had taken steroids? Or are pitchers going to have great ERAs because the balls are dead? Or maybe... Pete Alonso was right the whole time. 
Juice balls will go where their pitcher's pitching. Dead balls will go where their hitter's hitting. Holy crap, that doesn't work. Because every game has both, you moron. I don't mean that about Pete Alonso. I don't know him. I mean, I know him. I just don't think he's a moron. I'm just saying baseball's not sending different sets of balls according to who's playing. But that's going to be a big story. But the number one story of next year, whether you are a baseball fan or not, get ready for the free agency of Shohei Otani. Will he become the first half a billion dollar player? Will he stay with the Angels? Will Steve Cohn step up and say, give me more because we didn't win the World Series. Now we're bringing in Otani, which means we've added a pitcher and a top of the, ro- of the lineup hitter, middle of the lineup hitter. Where will Shohei Otani, will the Dodgers do what they don't like doing and sign a pitcher to a long-term deal with the excuse say, no problem, he can hit if he doesn't pitch because there's a universal DH. Will the Giants say, we're happy that we lost Judge and Correa because we got Otani? Will the Mariners say, hey, you want to be the best? You got to go where Ichiro went and you got to bring a World Series to Seattle first ever. Will a different team step up? Where will Otani go? That will be the top story that I expect to talk about in 2023. One of the things that we do on Nothing Personal is that we give you wait to sees. A wait to see is when we tell you something's gonna happen. And one of the ways that we've been able to differentiate ourselves is that when I'm wrong on a wait to see, I revisit it. We keep track of it. We have a document of every bet we've done, nothing personal pick of the day, of every movie we've reviewed, of every wait to see we've done. And we've done wait to sees in almost every show out of 724 regular shows, non-mailbags, non-sit-downs, non-bonus episodes. I wanna revisit some because every time a wait to see is finished, we're gonna get to it, I promise, even when I'm wrong. So for example, January 13th of 2021, almost two years ago, we were talking about Kyrie Irving and all the issues he was having, and I told you that Kyrie will not finish his current contract with the Nets. I was wrong. He is finishing his current contract with the Nets. That wait to see did not happen. On July 8th of 2021, you can go back and if you're new to nothing personal, these shows aren't necessarily dated. You can go back and download, this is so self-serving of course, but you can go back and download previous episodes and you're gonna be entertained, maybe, You're gonna hear some of these wait to sees. Like on July 8th, we were talking about collective bargaining and I was so annoyed about the All-Star break and the fact that players don't wanna play in the All-Star game. And on top of that, that means you have to name new All-Stars and then they get bonuses because they're All-Stars even though they're not All-Stars. So I said the next CBA, this was July of 21. The CBA, there had been no lockout. The CBA had not been negotiated. I said MLB All-Star attendance is going to be required. It turns out MLB did not fight for that because the players didn't want it, so it didn't happen. I was wrong. On on November 18th of 2021, Justin Verlander was a free agent. And I said he was playing for the, um, he was on the Astros at the time. And I said he is going to exercise his player option for 2023. Guess what happened? He won the Cy Young 
he had an unbelievable year. And that's when Verlander signed that original deal, which was two plus one with the Astros with Tommy John. And it was a player option in 2023. And I said, Verlander's going to be done. He's going to exercise that option. Guess what? He won the Cy Young. Didn't have that. Guess what? He didn't exercise his player option. That was a no. He's a New York Met in 23, not an Astro playing on the player option. On November 23rd, 2021, we talked quite a bit about the Oakland A's. We've talked about them moving to Portland and Vegas. I told you they're not moving to Portland. They're not moving to Vegas. That is an open wait to see. We don't know what's going to happen to them. But there's one thing that I knew for sure. You want leverage over Oakland? You better be serious about Vegas. I said they are going to buy land in Vegas. And that was before they did. And the A's have bought land in Vegas. They're still not moving to Vegas, but they bought land in Vegas. That was a yes. Let's get to 2022. Let's catch up. January 26th of 2022. I said that Bonds and Clemens would not be in the Hall of Fame in December of 22, 11 months later. Guess what? They were not put into the Hall of Fame by the Veterans Committee. It's called something else, but you know it as the Veterans Committee. That was a yes. That same day, though, I said that Sean Payton is not going to return to coaching and he is going to be on TV in 2022. This season, guess where Sean Payton is? He's not coaching. Rumors are all over. Like, I think Coca, what's the name of the guy? Vic um, um, Mangione, Vangione, whatever it is, Coca. Um, Sean Payton's already said he's got his defensive coordinator. He wants to return to coaching. Vic Fangio. I guess they're a package deal when he's negotiating. He can get anything he wants. But the way to see that I have that'll be on TV next season, which is this season, that happened. I also told you two days later when there were rumors of Sean Payton becoming the coach of the Cowboys, I said, nope, not going to happen. Didn't happen. That was a yes. Just a few days later on January 31st, we were talking about the upcoming NFL season. I've been so bad with over-unders. I told you the New York football giants would not win eight games this year. Well, I got that wrong. They did win eight games and more. Giants under eight games in 2022? Nope. As spring training was starting last year on February 8th of 2022, we were talking about the lockout was uh, ending. We were talking about spring training getting going. And I was talking about the fact that the players were not being tested for PEDs during the lockout. So I said to you, there will be more PED suspensions in 2022 than there were in 2021 because if they're not being tested, players are going to do it. Guess what? Do you know how many people got suspended for PEDs in 2022? Four on the major league side. Do you know how many people got suspended on the major league side in 2021? Wait for it. Four. It was a tie. That means I lost the wait to see. On November 18th, just recently, 2022, I told you France would win the World Cup. Nope. November 18th, 2022, I said the Aaron Judge 60-second home run ball will go for less than $2 million. Do you remember when he was offered $3 million right after he got the ball and he turned it down? Everyone was all excited. I'm going to auction. I'm going to make a fortune. It sold for a million and a half. He gave up a million and a half dollars because he was waiting for more. So that was yes on the wait to see. 
Coca is telling me that my Giants wait to see was eight or fewer. Not less. Did I say less? I did not. It was either eight or fewer. How many Giants, how many wins did the Giants have? Are they currently at eight? Oh my God, that's awesome. That means that if the Giants don't win a game in their last two games, that wait to see could still be correct. They're eight, six, and one. My bad. My wait to see from January 31st of 2022. We're not live, but we don't edit it. It's going to be different when we're live on Wednesday the 4th at 8 a.m. But what we do now is we don't take out my mistakes. I gave you an over-under for the Giants of 8.1. Oh, my God. What a great wait to see, Coca. That was back on January 31st of 2022. 8.1. And I took the under. And guess what? They're at 8.0. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to do our top 10 movies of the year and our top six TV series of the year. We'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com easy. Ramp.com easy. R-A-M-P easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Welcome back to Nothing Personal. It's David Sampson. It is about to be 2023. We're going through some lists right now. And let's get right to it, Coca. My top 10 movies of the year in reverse order. We've reviewed them. We've talked about them. But if you do not listen to all my reviews, you don't have time to watch the content that I do, which I do as part of my job. Take these 10 movies and watch them in this order. No, 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 in the reverse order, because I'm starting with number 10. But watch them. So watch number 10, 10th, please. Number 10 with Emma Thompson and the guy from Bad Sisters, whose name I forgot. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. 
That was a movie about a woman who's trying to find love, sex, and happiness in middle age. And she hires a guy named Leo Grande. And guess what? Uh, It's an interesting movie. Emma Thompson, who is one of the top five actresses of my life, gives a performance that could get her nominated. It's a pretty crowded field, but check it out. We reviewed it. Um, What does 621 mean? Is that the date? Do we review it on June 21st? I don't know what you're saying to me, Coke. I can't hear. Episode 621. Thank you. When you're going back to look at episodes, if you want to hear the full review, episode 621 for good luck to you, Leo Grande. Number nine, a documentary about two lovers of volcanoes. Sounds totally ridiculous. It's going to get nominated for best documentary of the year. It was episode 648. It's called Fire of Love. Check it out. Number eight, Boiling Point, not Boiler Room. Boiling Point was about a chef who hits his boiling point. That was episode 572. Wow. Eighth best movie of the year. Number seven, episode 650. And this wins my award. It's called Top Gun Maverick. It wins my award for being the most surprising member of my top 10 list. Going into that movie, I expected I would not like it. It's phenomenal. Top Gun Maverick. Number six, a recent, we just reviewed this, episode 715 with Camp Blanch- Kate Blanchett, who's going to be nominated for an Oscar. The movie's going to be nominated for Best Picture. It's called Tar. It was the sixth best movie I saw all year. Number five was episode 545 called Parallel Mothers with Penelope Cruz. It's a movie about two mothers and how it all works. So you may want to check that out. Fifth best movie, top five. It's uh, mostly subtitled. It is simply spectacular. 545, Parallel Mothers. The number four best movie may not be anyone's list of their top 10 movies. I reviewed it episode 540. That was a good stretch. Called The Worst Person in the World. It is a movie about this woman. And um, she may be the worst person in the world. It's not a horror movie. She's not a sociopath, but it is a brilliant movie about a woman and her choices. And I don't, it's not pro-choice, it's not called Jane, but this is a movie about a character who does things that uh, many of us would say to do not make her the worst person in the world, but according to the movie, she is. Episode 540. My third favorite movie of the year, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Episode 619, we reviewed it. It is a movie that will be nominated for Best Picture. There could be some supporting nods in there with some of the acting. It is a movie like Inception. You got to watch it more than once. There's a lot going on. It ha- it screws with you. It's got sort of wormholes into different times. And there's people who appear here, but they were there, but then they're not here. Then they're old. Then they're young. Then they're good at jujitsu. And then they're good at cooking. And then they're good at loving everything, everywhere, all at once, which I guess means, and I just thought of this, Coca. We're all everything, and we are everywhere all at once. My second favorite movie of 2022 was The Banshees of Inna Sharon. We reviewed that episode 721 just last week with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. It will get nominated for Best Picture. You will see some acting nods. I believe that both the sister and brother, Colin Farrell, and the actress who plays his sister, whose name escapes me, Coca, but it it could be uh, you told it to me last time. I believe they will both get nominated. Look for it. The Banshees of Inna Sharon. It is free for you if you have HBO Max right now. 
What was her name? Kerry Condon. Thank you. And my favorite movie. Dun, da, da, da. What do you guys think it is? What do you all think it is? Given all my reviews. This was episode 662. 662. The number one movie I saw all year is a movie I wasn't going to see but for you, the audience. So many of you told me to watch it. And I did. And my biggest regret of the year is I can't get Coca to watch it. It's called RRR. RRR is a Bollywood movie. There's music, there's violence, there's acting, there's action, there's romance, there is unbelievable screenplay, cinematography. It is, it's got everything. If the reason it fits my criteria is my number one movie of the year is that I will remember and this may happen with you with some movies. I remember exactly what I was thinking as I was watching the movie. And when the credits were rolling, I was thinking, I will never have the experience of watching this for the first time. Some movies you can watch over and over and it feels like the first time, like a virgin, right? It feels good for the very first time. RRR, there's only one first time. That's my number one movie. All right. Top six TV series of the year. I watch TV, I watch series. Now I didn't used to, but now I do. I want you to just watch these series. It's a bit of a, um, it's a bit of a commitment. I reviewed them all. I'm gonna give you the episodes and take my word for it. You will not be disappointed no matter your genre, no matter what you love. Number six, Winning Time. Episode 593, I reviewed it. I watched it every week when it came out. As I look back over the series, it's about the Lakers, the Lakers dynasty, the rise and fall of the Lakers dynasty. It is so brilliantly done. The actors are so good in it. I, I simply still think about it every day as I think about running a team and what it's like in the front office. It's called Winning Time. Check it out. Believe me, you won't be sorry. Number five. I alluded to it in a recent show. Maybe it was today. Oh, it was just now with good luck to you, Leo Grandi. Bad Sisters. Episode 689, I reviewed it. Sharon Horgan was in um, Klost, uh God, Coca. See if this happens live, what are we gonna do? What was the TV series? Catastrophe. She's now in Bad Sisters. The entire series is available. Episode 689, check it out. Number four, you got two reviews of this one. Ozark, final season. We reviewed the first half in episode 525, the second half in episode 588. Thank you, Jason Bateman. Thank you, Laura Linney. Thank you to the creators, the directors, the writers. You helped me because I watched every season of Ozark with my mouth wide open. Great work. Number three. Mike White, fellow survivor, White Lotus season two, reviewed at episode 714, third best series of the year, without a doubt. Jennifer Coolidge, I mean, is it a, can we spoil it or not? Coco, what's the rule on spoiling? Too early for White Lotus season two to spoil, even though it's been out? I don't know what my view is. Coco always thinks it's too early. I have a problem with that. Like if you're a fan of the show, or you know something's good, and it's not like White Lotus was a secret show. I mean, it won all the Emmys for season one. Everyone was excited for season two. Everyone's watching Aubrey Plaza. Everyone's trying to figure out what's going on with her and the other guys. Are we really, is it a spoiler? All right, 
Season two, White Lotus was the third best TV show I watched, third best TV series. Number two, just finished. We're going to review it after the break. Fleischman is in trouble with Claire Danes. Look for some serious Emmy love. Jesse Eisenberg. It is a show. I could do it right now, Coca. I mean, are you good with that? Fleischman is in trouble is about a divorced father, how he deals with his kids. It's got Lizzie Kaplan in it, who's the narrator. Claire Danes plays his wife, ex-wife, spoiler alert. The show is done in a way that uh, it's a love story about New York City. The episode with the Museum of Natural History is simply phenomenal. The seventh episode in the series, the penultimate episode, I tweeted about this when I watched it last week, was the best one hour of TV of the entire year when Claire Danes won her Emmy. The brilliance of the show is that it doesn't need dialogue. I mean, the writing's incredible. The narration's incredible. But watching Jesse Eisenberg, watching Claire Danes, and the way they act with their eyes, with their movements, with the looks they give, brilliant. The way it was edited and directed the cinematography, I told you I love New York, but the way they put it together, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Fleischman is in trouble was the second best TV series I watched all year. And number one, I told everyone, I told you in episode 627, it's going to be the best you're ever going to see. Now, apologies to West Wing, apologies to Schitt's Creek. I love MASH. It's still going to be my number one. The Bear. The Bear was the limited series about the chef, like Boiling Point, takes place in a restaurant, a hoagie restaurant, no less. You would think that you know exactly where the ingredients are coming from. You wonder what's going, is it too early to spoil this? Where are you on that, Coca? I mean, The Bear, it's been out forever. Just pay attention to everything, including ingredients, would you please? And watch The Bear. Top six TV series, number one, episode 627, The Bear. Okay, I want to get now to something I did when 2022 was starting. And again, this is part of what happens with people who do podcasts and people who are on the air doing shows. No accountability. That's why we do Wait to Seize. We are accountable. That's why when I give you my New Year's resolutions, I'm going to revisit them. 2023 is starting, 2022 is ending. I gave you New Year's resolutions, eight of them. When this year started, we're gonna revisit them. I told you I would read five books. What could be easier than that? I didn't reach it. I read two books the entire year. That New Year's resolution did not happen. Number two, I said I was gonna show my children that I can be better, not tell them. I am pleased to tell you that during the course of this year, things I did with the children, conversations I had. They're now 27, 24, and 19. Adults, youngest is a sophomore in college, on break right now. I took careful attention this year, as I promised you I would, to help improve the relationship with my kids, and I did. That resolution came true. Number three, I told you I'd take a one walk a month. I'm a runner, not a walker. I did not know I was going to strain my hamstring, all of that said, 
I did take 12 walks. I told you I'd take 12 walks and I did. Number four, I said I would make a new friend. It was so isolated and lonely during COVID as COVID was ending. I wanted to make a new friend. I wanted to broaden my circle. It's okay to engage with people. It's okay to meet new people. As we get older, we think we don't need more friends. We don't need to talk to more people. Why do we want to do that? But that is the exact gas that keeps our engine running. It is the fuel we need to be better people, to be people, to interact. Nothing good happens on your couch. You want an opportunity? Go make it happen. I made a new friend. It's someone I met. Now, the way you meet friends, through a friend of a friend. I made a new friend. That was a yes. Number five. Remember I said I wanted to give a stranger a chance to work with me and coke on a project? I've got a mea culpa for you. We interviewed a bunch of people. The reason I haven't gotten back to the people we interviewed, so many people applied to do a project about voting, about bringing attention to voting and who you're voting for and what their policies are. You can make an informed decision. We did a whole round of cutting down from all the resumes we got. We interviewed a bunch of people and I didn't follow up with them. We had chosen someone. We did not cut a deal. We did not get the document out that we wanted to get out to you. I did not do the project that I wanted to do, that Coca wanted to do. It is an absolute failure of mine, not based on laziness, not based on apathy, not based on lack of need based on inability to get it done because I did not give it the proper focus. One of the biggest letdowns of me of Coca this year. God, there've been so many times I've let Coca down, but it's certainly a top five. But that's a no yes, because we did give strangers a chance to work with us, but we did not get the project going. I also did a New Year's resolution that I would join the calendar club that's when you run one mile on the first of the month. You run 15 miles on the 15th. Every day in between, you run that day. By the 30th, you're running 30 miles. I didn't do it. I'm not going to say it was because of injury. It is purely because of laziness. I wanted to join the calendar club, and I didn't. My seventh New Year's resolution is that I'd go to my first professional baseball game. Do you know that since Jeter canned me and I left baseball after 18 years, that was in October of 2017, I have not been to a baseball game. I thought I would do it in 2022. Guess what? Didn't. And my last New Year's resolution is that I would keep nothing personal going. In a world where podcasts come and go, where doing a daily show is a grind and I'm not asking for anyone to feel sorry for me at all, being paid to talk, that's like a dream come true for anybody. But the amount of work that me and Coca, that Coca and I put into this show, uh, it's a lot. And we do it because we love it. We do it because we owe it to you, because you give us your time. And when you engage with me on Twitter, David P. Sampson, I say often to people, I appreciate your time and I don't take it for granted. Well, I don't. And I'll say it to all the people listening right now. I do not take your time for granted. We did keep nothing personal going throughout 2022. Spoiler alert, we're going to keep it going in 23 as well. All right, I want to give you my New Year's resolutions for this year. 2023 is always the chance right? Every day when the sun comes up, yes, that's you, Mrs. Finkel. Every day when the sun comes up is a chance for you to be different, for you to be the change you want to be, right, Anthony? For you to try and change, be better. Every year, people do resolutions. They join gyms. They don't go. Every year, they do resolutions. They say they're going to be nicer. They're not. 
every year they say they're going to do this, do that, pick up this, pick up that, a hobby. We'll revisit these. My 2023 New Year's resolutions. I wish we had music, Coca. Like if we were back in studio, when we play music now, like dun, 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 something better. Maybe something by 50 cent. Number one, I'm going to change the light fixtures in my apartment. I have blown that off for two years. The light fixtures, they don't do any light. They forget the fact that they were cheap because who cares if they're good, they can still be cheap, but they look bad and they don't light the rooms in the apartment. I'm gonna change them this year, guaranteed. Number two, I'm saying it again. I'm doing it again. I'm gonna read five books this year. And I'm gonna start with The Nazi Conspiracy by Brad Meltzer. I'm gonna read The Snows of Mount Kilimanjaro. I'm gonna read In Cold Blood by Truman Capote. Finally, not the Monarch Notes, Spark Notes, whatever you call it. I'm gonna read five books this year. Number three, there's a new sport that I haven't played and everyone tells me to play it. And I always say, yeah, I'll do it. I'm ready. I'm doing it now. This year, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to play pickleball at some point. Yes, I'm late to the party. Yes, I love tennis. You've heard the Bull Terry stories. Yes, I love basketball and baseball and everything else I love playing. Yes, biking, running, swimming, I'm getting old. All of it. I'm gonna play pickleball. Number four. This one will be hard to judge, but I'll be able to tell you. I'm gonna change someone's life this year. I've been able to change a lot of people's lives, not with money necessarily, but with attention, with connections, with help. Just a little, little thing can change someone's life. Just think of when you're going through your day, think of Emmett Brown, the doctor from Back to the Future, the time continuum. When you do something different than what we were gonna do, it changes the time continuum forever. You can change someone's life by just doing one nice thing, one simple thing, one thing that puts them on a different path. I'm gonna do it. Number five, this will be the hardest one, I promise. I'm gonna find 14 days in a row this year and I'm not gonna have sugar for 14 straight days. I am an addict. Hi, my name's David Sampson and I'm addicted to sugar. I eat candy every single day. I don't miss a day. I don't care how sick I am, there will be jelly beans in my mouth. I don't care that I have no taste and I can't tell my black licorice jelly beans from my cinnamon or cotton candy jelly beans. By the way, makes me despondent beyond repair. I can feel a juju fruit because it still gets stuck in my teeth. I'm gonna go 14 days in a row at some point this year without sugar and you will know when it happens, I promise you. Not that I use sugar, I actually don't eat sugar before I record these shows, Coco. I don't even drink coffee. I have no caffeine in my life at all. But I'm gonna go 14 days. All right, number six. I'm gonna reconnect with an old friend. I can't help thinking about the quote from one of my favorite movies with Tia Leone and Nicolas Cage. And, oh my God, Coca. I don't wanna stop recording, but this is happening. It's happening live right now. Um, what's the name of that movie? The Family Man, thank you. Four, six, nine. Remember The Family Man, there's a scene where he gets a call from an old girlfriend and one of the guys says, his boss says, old girlfriends are like old tax returns. 
put them in a drawer and after five years, throw them away. Meaning you can never go back again. Well, I'm gonna reconnect with an old friend this year. That is a commitment. Whether it's someone from high school, someone from college, someone from work, maybe someone from the Expos. Maybe someone from Wall Street. Maybe the guy who distributed my newspapers in Paris. I'm gonna reconnect with an old friend. I'll let you know who it is and when it happens. That's gonna happen. Number seven. This is gonna be tough, Coca. I gotta do it though, I have to. My seventh New Year's resolution is that I'm gonna disconnect for an entire weekend. Remember I told you I was an addict of sugar? I'm also an addict of my phone. I'm an addict of Twitter. I'm an addict of breaking news, Instagram. I'm an addict of texting. I'm an addict of surfing the web. Is it still called surfing the web? Making sure that I can be first, making sure that I can know everything that's going on as I'm getting ready for a show. I use the weekend to get ready for Monday's show. I'm gonna take a weekend coca and I'm gonna go phoneless. I don't mean that I won't go on Twitter for a weekend. I'm gonna put my phone away Friday night for Shabbat and I don't celebrate Shabbat. I mean, I light candles, say a few prayers, but I keep my phone, I carry money, I do many of the things that people who are strictly Shomer Shabbos don't do. I'm gonna go from Friday night until Sunday night, because I gotta get the phone back, so I gotta do a show for Monday. 48 hours disconnected without using my phone. I'm not gonna respond to texts, I'm not gonna take calls, I'm not gonna initiate, nothing. How's that for New Year's resolution? How freeing is it gonna feel to bury your phone in the backyard for two days? My God, it'll be heaven or hell or both. And my last New Year's resolution for 2023, you got it. We're gonna keep nothing personal going. Well, that's the show for today. That's the show for the year. It's just business. We'll see you on Wednesday, January 4th for more Nothing Personal Live at 8 a.m. Thank you again to all of you. This is Nothing Personal.